Don't forget, we are out early today. 5 o'clock pregame coverage for Oklahoma State's matchup on the road against Cincinnati. 6 o'clock tip right here on your home for Cowboy Hoops in Tulsa, the Blitz 1170. So I feel like for about three days now, I have seen nothing but speculation about the Bears trading the number one overall pick <laughs> in the NFL draft uh-huh. and different scenarios. And look, I, I get that, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to pick up the phone, right? You're going to entertain every offer that's out there. What would it take for you? to trade the number one overall pick with Caleb Williams obviously being on the board? Because some of these offers to me don't seem like... Yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, the type of offer the I don't know if I've... See, of course, I haven't probably paid as much of attention to it as you have, but I haven't seen any like specifics that have been talked about at all. But it, to me, if I'm Chicago, I'm kind of at the point where I'm not trading Justin Fields right now. I, I may stick. That's just me. Uh, and I don't know which way that they're leaning at all. It depends on if someone's stupid enough to offer the entire organization. Like, you know my take, dumb franchise going to dumb franchise. And if someone out there is going to be dumb, then we might be in uh, in talking season. Probably in talking season anyway. But I, I don't know. Is there one specific that has stood out to you? Not one specific, I just, uh, nothing that I've seen. I've seen like two firsts and a second. Okay. Uh, you know, it varies, but yeah. I've seen some that have players attached. But I haven't seen one that I felt like, oh, yeah, you got to take that, right? No, like, not at all. I, I think for the possibility of what Caleb Williams could be at the next level, I, all the offers that I've seen or, or any even smoke around what an offer could be to me falls drastically short. So like w- what did San Francisco trade to, for the Trey Lance pick? It was basically, it was two ones, technically three because they had the swap, you know, that year uh, with what they were doing. Okay. And I'll have to see, I, I can't remember what other round picks that were in there, but I mean, it was basically three first rounders. And, and I mean, I wouldn't take middle-of-the-road or late-round first-rounders, right? Depending on no. how good you think the team that you're sending that pick to is. Yes. I mean, it would take – it would have to be like Dallas Cowboys' Herschel Walker magnitude for me, I think, to move that pick. It is uh, – it's definitely a lot for sure. And I, I don't know. Are we still 100% sure? And I know a lot of that is based on the team that's there right now. Are we absolutely convinced that he's going to be the first quarterback taken? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, this isn't one of those things that needs to be overthought, right? And there will be people that overthink it throughout this, this period of time. But, yeah, he's, he's going to be the guy. Now, whether Chicago's the one pulling the trigger or not might be a different story, but yeah. Maybe they do trade it. It would be a very Chicago Bears-like thing to do to not have a quarterback, or a high-level quarterback, I should say, for basically my entire lifetime. <laughs> to, to go into a draft with the number one overall pick and and maybe the the highest-graded 
quarterback coming into the draft since maybe John Elway, right? Yeah. And for them to pass on that. That would be the most Chicago Bears thing ever. But I can imagine a scenario where they they trade away that pick and don't don't finally get like a guy that has that skill set. By the way, here's so twenty twenty one, it was their first round pick, which was twelfth overall, right? This is the Niners and Trey Lance. Uh the twenty ninth overall in twenty twenty two. A twenty twenty two third round pick. And then the twenty twenty three first round pick. So that's what the haul to go to three actually ended up being for that year. Okay. Here's here's and, and one. I think a lot of that too was was finally shining through this year with that team that still went to the Super Bowl because you could tell that there's certain areas like the right side of that line that really could have benefited from having two first round picks right. in that twenty something twenty two twenty nine range plus a second round pick that you could have spent on trying to solidify not only the back end of that defense at times at cornerback, but also right guard and right tackle. It was clearly evident. Like it, I, I know they went to the Super Bowl, but from me watching it, I'm like, man, those two, two first-rounders and that second-rounder would have felt really, really good having you to kind of plug the holes that you have in a team. You can yeah. only get away with it for so long. I, I don't think Fields is elite by any means, but I think that you can win with Fields. But you, you need to have a much better supporting cast around him. And they, they just, it just feels like they're so far from that. That I mean, even if you get a bunch of draft capital, like you'd have to hit on all the picks to surround him, I think, with the right supporting cast for that to take off. Like, yeah. just take your quarterback and, and begin the process. Right. So here's one scenario that was thrown out for Washington to move up from number two. So it would be the pick swap from one to two. It would be Washington's second round pick, which is number 40 overall. Mm -hmm. And Washington's first round pick next year. Man. So you're moving down one spot. Yeah. You get probably what I would guess is a top five to top ten pick next year, and then you get number forty in this draft. That to me, that doesn't seem like enough. No, it probably doesn't. And that's not to say that Caleb Williams is is going to be a Hall of Famer, but there to me there are far more questions with the other guys in this draft than there are with Caleb Williams. Well, clearly you're like not... I like Drake May, I like Jaden Daniels, but but the gap in terms of of the question marks to me is pretty significant. So I won't put you in the Merrill Hodge category, such as big fan of Caleb Williams. One of the one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard. And if you were in charge of a football team and you heard that guy giving you a breakdown of that player, you got to question why. You have him on the payroll. <laughs> uh, and that's gosh. just idiotic, right? Yeah. 
Oh, Merrill Hodge. Like, look, you don't like if you don't like some of the things he does as a quarterback or whatever, that's fine. But to say that there is nothing special about the guy, when I mean just his playmaking ability alone, like criticize him as a quarterback all you want, but his playmaking ability alone is as special as we've ever seen. I think at the college level, it's absurd. I still think that there's a part of me that thinks that it. Bringing up your scenario that I don't think that the commanders are in a bad spot, really. Like, even if it is, you know, whatever Chicago tries to do at one, I, I don't think that they're in a bad spot. I I like Drake May. And I'm not trying to say that he's as good as, as Caleb Williams or doesn't have as much potential that he does, but I, I think Drake May is going to be fine. I think that Drake May is really good between the 20s. I feel like he's it just it, he looks like a completely different guy in the red zone, and that is very troubling. Especially well, then you go get a level. winner like J.J. McCarthy then at number two overall. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'm I say something like that, and somebody's gonna be like, "Why do you not like Drake May?" I do like Drake May. I just think in in terms of comparing him to the the other guy at the top, there there's a big gap for me. I, and I like Jaden Daniels as well. What do you think Chicago could get for Fields right now? I mean, they don't. It doesn't feel like they have much leverage, unfortunately. So I, I, I don't know, but I don't think you. I don't think you want him. <laughs> I don't think you want him there if you draft. Caleb Williams, number one overall, right? That's just no, asking, no, I think, for a load of issues. Not at all. And I did like how he responded today and because everyone did the same thing that we always do, which is, oh, my God, he stopped following the Bears on social media. And he was on a podcast today where he basically said, hey, I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and I'm going to be looking at my Instagram feed a lot. And I just – he goes, I unfollow the NFL. I unfollow the Bears. He goes, I just don't want to see, like, football stuff right now. Which is fine if you want to take him at his word. That, yeah. Because I can imagine that it probably is a little bit exhausting for the guy. Here's an organization that can't get out of its own way from what they've been trying to do front office-wise, head coach-wise, system that we're running, everything else. And now I've got to sit here and deal with trade scenarios every time I open up. and just I just want to enjoy myself. So if, if that's factual, then I... I kind of agree with him a little bit, but everyone just rushed to the, oh, my gosh, yes, there's trouble. There's trouble that's there. And he may not end up there, and he may. I, no one knows right now for sure. Well, you got you got a year left on his deal before you have to decide whether you're going to take his option, right? Yeah, what is his fifth-year option? So you're you're bringing him in, and then you've got to make a decision on him after a year or let him walk like I just and and Chicago doesn't have a ton of leverage anyway because I I don't I think most people assume they're going to take Caleb Williams so like what would you as a Niner fan and a team that that has a quarterback but doesn't need a quarterback what what would you want to give up to bring Justin Fields over uh nothing nothing (laughs) yeah nothing you wouldn't give up like a fifth 
I mean, it, it, but, but that's the thing, though, is that when you say that, like, of course, I'd be like, all right, I'd give up a fifth for that just for the potential, because I'm of right. the philosophy that you should be either drafting or trying to have some f- form of movement within your quarterback room, not, if not every year, every other year. You should just be on the constant lookout. Now, there are some franchises that are immune to this, obviously in Kansas City, correct? Right. But the others that aren't, the other (laughs) every one except three or four, you should be doing that. So, yeah, if it was a bargain-based price of a fifth, then yeah, of course. But I just look at that, I'm like, someone else would bite way before a fifth. But yeah, I'd give up a fifth for sure. I just, I don't think that... Again, because I, I think he's a talented guy, but I think he needs a lot of help. I don't think that a team that needs a quarterback is going to give up a lot because they're, it's probably not a team that's that's very good, right? Are there are there any really good teams that need a quarterback? Uh, or maybe, like, there's I, already a really good supporting cast? Minnesota. Well, okay, Bears wouldn't trade him within the conference. I Probably uh, not, within, no. Yeah, within the division. I wouldn't think so. But that's a good one. Anybody else? Mm, off the top of my head? Mm, it seems like that Tampa's pretty pretty good with Baker. So is that a, even though we don't have anything financially set in stone? And there's some speculation that they might want to re like start the rebuild process. Yeah, there they, is. Look, if Miami, Miami is maybe is could, potentially could, uh, one. Yes, with with just two his hit history of injuries, maybe do, do something for a mid rounder mm-hmm. with Fields. But I I just don't think there's a tremendous market for him. But yeah, I don't think you can you can draft a guy number one overall and just roll forward with both there. That that seems like a disaster. Albert Breer, a few days ago in Sports Illustrated, had said that um, Breer wrote, adding, if I'm Chicago and I can get a second or third rounder packaged with a day three pick, I'd probably do that. That's that's wild to me. (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? He pointed out again that he thinks Fields would be worth a day two or day three pick and then pointed out what no team inquiring wants to consider is then you have to make a decision whether you pick up his fifth-year option, which would give you two years of runway to figure out whether or not he's your guy to price at about $25 million. Yeah, I just I don't know what team would be, uh, would, would be willing to give up a day two pick to bring in a guy that, that you have a year to decide his future and you don't need to pick to potentially use to help you put the right pieces around him. But at the end of the day, I mean, somebody probably, I, like, I guess it makes sense that maybe you just wait till a team loses a quarterback, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, is this something? All right, so let's just think of quarterback needy teams right now, okay? Does Pittsburgh need one? Yes. Okay. Do do the Raiders need one? Yes. 
Denver. Yes. I brought up the Vikings, but you can probably cross that one out because in division. And then you've got Atlanta sitting there, what, with the eighth overall pick? Oh, yeah, Atlanta. That, that one actually, you know what, that might be, that might be the one. I forgot about Atlanta. And Atlanta's used a top ten pick on an offensive weapon in the last three drafts. Yeah, they that that offense I think has a lot of really good pieces. So you've got Bijan and you got Drake London. That's and there. then and then they met, they might have the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. They they could. So yeah, th- there you go. I, if I'm Atlanta, I'd give up a day two pick for Fields for sure. No one knows what the Denver situation with Russell is going to look like. Yeah, that that whole deal. I don't. Yeah. And then Jimmy G just got popped for performance enhancing, like Rhino Seven from the gas station or whatever, to <laughs> keep up with those women he was seeing, especially out in Vegas. I I don't know, but I think that there's a clause in his contract that kind of voided. So the Raiders are looking at this like, wait a minute, we can void this now. We don't owe him like twelve something million dollars. Instantly knocks that off of what our cap is. I think the Raiders just stumbled into maybe one of the greatest things ever. Thank you, Jimmy. Here's a uh, here's a Caleb Williams trade scenario. Now that you you mentioned the Falcons, you got the wheels turning. So I just looked this one up. Field Yates has thrown out the idea of Atlanta trading into the number one pick, and what they would give up is the number eight pick in this draft. Yes. A first next year. Okay. A second next year. A first and second. The year after that as well. So that's more. That would be a a another second round pick essentially added to like a Trey Lance type deal. That's right. Well, and you're and you're only moving back to number eight. And you're in this only draft. moving to eight. And previously so you're still, they went you're from staying in the top ten. Yeah, they went from three to twelve when the Niners made that deal. Yeah. So you or stay in the top ten. You get two more first round picks and two more second round picks. Yeah, that, I, that I, might do I still it for me. don't think I would do it if I was Chicago, but <laughs> that might do it for me. But that one at least starts to make more sense. It does. It does indeed. And you probably have a little confidence that Atlanta's just been so badly run that even if they get that, they might be back in the top ten next year. Uh, quarterbacks. <laughs> needy teams that are already in the category of dumb team going to dumb team do some really stupid things around this time of the year. That's right. And we are on the verge of it, especially when everyone's fighting for the quarterback class that we have this year. Yeah. NFL Combine next week, and we are full mode draft season, really, I think, starting next, uh, next Monday. All right, let's take a timeout. We do have Dusty Dvorak coming up at 4 o'clock, and Pop has the reins next here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.